When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. D-O-I in apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-D-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny Jenny, doing it with Danny Jenny. Is a revolution in podcasts. It's so revolutionary. It's revolutionary. I saw the great Eli Braden, the author of that song. Yes. Again, the other week when I did that story thing that you, 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 I'm I'm rescheduled for another. You were very sick. Yes, I I got, I got a little uh, under the weather. You still, you sound a little under the weather right now. No, I'm just though this allergies. Oh, it's just allergies. Yeah. Let's talk about allergies. So for the next hour, we're going to talk about allergies. You know, Claritin D, 24 hour. Eli Braden did not win this time. Oh, he didn't? No. and he, And he seemed like legit disappointed. I felt bad. But he won once. Um, you know, he's, he's competitive. I like that. You know, he didn't want to lose. He's a competitive guy. But um, yeah, it was a fun show. If you're ever looking at the improv, Christine Blackburn does a live show. Story Smash? Story Smash. Yeah, look one, it up. Once a month at the improv. I will be sort of become a permanent host there. You have been. So I'll be there, uh, I think, June 22nd. Nice. And if you also look on the Improv's website, Comedy Juice, which they have yes. every Wednesday. Tell me about that. That's a lovely comedy show that I sometimes make an appearance on. Okay, so what? this is why we're a revolution in podcasts, Jenny. A lot of people save their plugs for the end of the show. We and, just start off. I feel like it off the top. And we just... just off the top, because there's nowhere to go but up. 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 Exactly. Oh, yeah. We've done it. We've <laughs> absolutely done it. So for those of you still listening, I, what, what the hell is Who wrong Who hasn't turned you? off? Yeah, yeah. We don't have a guest today. Jenny and I have both been having, mostly Jenny, a hard time getting this uh, podcast together. Would you say? Yeah, I have been trying to... Uh, I've learned I'm not much of a multitasker. Yes. Yeah. You've learned that? <laughs> I just recently discovered I'm not much of a multitasker. If I have one thing to do, I can't seem to pull off... Another thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's either one or the other. Yeah. yeah shit's happened. But and it's yet, all good. I just... Yeah, you're still... I like having work. That's yes, you're about. working. I do like having work to do. I like being busy. I don't like not being busy. Yes. And have you just... Because we haven't talked, so this is going to be a catch-up between Jenny and I. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked. Have you been on the road? I have not been on the road. I will tell... Let's see. What can you talk about? What can I talk about? I was trying... I thought I had a, something to ask you. Okay. That I felt was... Oh, I know what it was. Are your kids coming home for the summer? My kids college? are home. Oh, okay. So how's that? For the summer. It's fine. No, it's good. 
There, it's been nice. Um, so this is the first summer that the girls. Everybody's home. Yeah. I got three kids again, and it is. Uh, yeah, it's been fine. It's been <laughs> fine. Um, my kids are. I, I joke about them a lot. Um, yeah. But I think, like, I think the good Lord gave me <laughs> the children I could handle. I think good Lord. I, I think the, I think I think good Lord. I think he said, "Oh God, this guy is insisting on reproducing. <laughs> if we give him any kind of challenge in a child whatsoever, right. that child will become a serial killer." Absolutely. Or or, or worse. <laughs> and so, no. I mean, we uh, they they're home and done a few little fun little day trips, and it's all been it's all been good. They came home. It's it sort of coincided with me starting. Back at Modern Family season ten. Okay. And so I've they they you know I had all three of them home and I mean Michael's been at home right and my other girl Charlie has been at home but Lily did come back from University of Miami so there you go. Well that, now did you have this okay because this is what my parents would always tell us when like my sister went to college first yes. she's two years older than me and I went out you know people have the empty nest you know there yes. and. My dad, like, I remember him, like, my sister going off, and he was, like, it was hard on him. And then, you know, I went off, and then I just remember, like, the first time, like, we came back for Christmas, Uh they seriously asked, like, when are are y'all going back to school? Like, the sadness, it's like you have it initially, but I feel like all of a sudden they got comfortable having their own house back, you know? 100%. And we, (laughs) like, when I dropped my girls off at college, you know, two years ago for the first time, I remember, because I was ready to have the house right. not so crowded, um, I thought. Right. And then I dropped them off, and I got seriously emotional both times. Right. And, but, it they never leave. That's the right. thing. They're <laughs> home a lot, and then they don't leave. Like, Charlie actually came home from college, took a year, wound up taking a year yeah. or two going back, but it's like, and that's, I love her and it's great, but it's like, you can't, they never leave. We, we, Except Lily did get as far away from you as possible. She, she yeah, went she to the University of Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah I, mean, which I, I, I don't I, know I, how much more of a clear message that could send that yeah. she wanted out of the house. Right. And Michael wants an East Coast school. Well, too, there so, you go. So, you're, you're doing something right. I'm doing something right. But we're even having this trouble on Modern Family because we have written so many episodes where I can't believe the kids are growing up and we really shot our load like on season six. What a great phrase <laughs> to use. We're talking about children. children. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's we like, really oh, shot our load oh my God. all over the kids. We would do these stories where it's like, and they were good stories, but it's like, oh, they're going to high school. What's going to happen with us? And it's like, holy shit, they went to college, but it, it just, we didn't know we'd be on for 10 seasons. Right. So it's like all of those goodbye stories. Right. How do we keep, you know, it's, yeah, like, it's, like, it's like, oh my God, look, they got their first Prius. They're really growing up. It's we we don't know. It's been a very hard first week coming up with stories. Have you tried making one of them a Trump supporter? We we thought about maybe that would be Lily. Because I heard that that was something that could really. It's great. The problem is we were worried that then the actress who plays Lily would, would start on Twitter and start tweeting racist <laughs> shit. What did you think about all of that? Okay, I was going to ask you because you... I'm curious about your side, and then I'll tell you mine. Okay, so just to yeah. add to this, so you actually wrote for the original Roseanne. I did. I worked okay. on rewritten you, Roseanne. So that's I, I wanted to talk to you about that too okay. because I know that you have a clearly even more of a tie yes. to yes. everything, and you know, so the hurt. Her tweets, okay, and I, I'm saying tweets plural because I think a lot of people just assumed it was that one tweet that she that she wrote 
about um uh what's her face uh yeah Valerie, yeah, uh, yeah 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 and and uh Jared. so she wrote this you know everyone's like that one th- like it wasn't that one tweet that, no. that got that if you look there's images of her dressed like hitler putting people cookies in an oven there are, there are responses that she made on twitter to followers with a heil hitler uh-huh um she like it's not it is a combination of things i think she said susan rice had swinging monkey balls that sounds about right so it's not even the first time she's compared an african-american to uh, to 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 an animal right and, and this has absolutely nothing to do with her being a trump supporter this is this is um, her not understanding how to interact with human people. Like you're exactly right. Like the things that she says, it's not like Roseanne is some old. I mean, Betty White is three hundred fucking years old, and she knows not to. No. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like you get a pass for, for because you're older or you're. The, I mean, the one thing I will say is like ABC. They did know what they were getting into. It was the... There, there they was, bought the tickets. They, they knew the, what they were... They knew. <laughs> they bought the tickets. Airplane. <laughs> the Shana, they bought the tickets. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> I say fuck off. <laughs> let them crash. Let them crash. I say let them crash. Um, but, but there is like a level of like, okay, ABC, you knew... Roseanne is not someone that can be controlled. Exactly. You can't control her. They tried their best. I mean, there was articles that they were showing like at the beginning how, oh, her son's going to take over her Twitter account and that's going to, you know, like all this, like, okay, that's going to help. That's going to, you're never going to control someone like that. So when Roseanne ended up back to back, just, I mean, just consistently doing things. And then finally, there's going to be the straw. There's going to be the one thing it's like, and we're, we yeah. can't even defend this anymore. We can't. We can't bury it under a bunch of other tweets. No, you know, like you did that, and that is so violently and unbelievably offensive. Well, she she, she made the mistake of thinking Trump gets away with this, so I can. But the She's big not the president. The big difference is we could have if if if, if Trump were some we could have fired Trump. If but he was elected. If he was like at the top of a, if he was like doing the Apprentice and saying these shit, yeah. he'd be gone. But yeah. it's like we don't have that power to do that. But and she I, doesn't either. And it's just like how did she? I know. And, and and when I saw you know one thing that I thought was really uh, I mean one uh, there was a lot of things that were sad to me, but you know all the people that lost their jobs. You know, and, and this is like it's probably. 200 wars. people that work There's on the show. 200 people directly lost their jobs. Yeah, and these day. are people that are, you know, running line, or cables and running, you know, like... I wound up doing a story podcast, a different one, with this, like, on, at some space with uh, Melinda Hill. Do you know the, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. And anyway, but there was a writer who was on that, and it was her first day at Roseanne. Oh, Jesus. And she had just come from Transparent, where that blew up. Oh, so, and so she's, she's like, like, she was completely... Maybe the next time her instinct tells her to go somewhere, go to the other, other place. place. Yeah. But yeah, I felt, you know, it just, it's it's really bad. We were talking about this in our writer's room, because it was our first day of work as well, that day, when, when it happened. And I thought, you know, it's crazy to think that, like, one of our actors could get drunk one day yeah. and, and tweet something online, and we could all be out of a job. I mean, fortunately, that's not... I'm not working with that group of actors, right. but it, 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 but it's so many people and it's but, so uh, selfish. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's so unbelievable. Like there's a part of me now, I'm just going to throw a theory out. Okay. Hey, I'm in a conspiracy theory. Here. Go. I know you'll have these. Um, any chance she just did it. I mean, look at the timing. Maybe she just didn't want season two. 
Who knows? Well, she's enormously self-destructive. Right. And I so, mean, but but given the timing of it, it was right when season two right was right when about, it was starting. Maybe and and like the week before, Whitney Cummings says she's not. I know coming back. Um, I had text uh, Morgan Murphy. I, I was wondering about Morgan. Yeah, because I was like, "Hey, how are you?" You know, I've all this shit's going on, and Morgan was like, "I actually haven't worked on the show in months." But oh, she, she left. She had already left, but she said she was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to like." tweet that no no like i've no but i understand where she was coming from she's like what am i supposed to say you know like yeah i already left uh, oh it's crazy but but yeah but you and i both know people that worked all that sh- oh we're working God. on the show and, and like michael fishman yeah you know like sweet kid super sweet i was like he's a man he's I mean, a man with like a, he's a husband and father and i know everything. i know it's so weird which by I the way i love his instagram because it's too. always like so at the baseball field every weekend. He's the, <laughs> he he's like he's like the father my kids wish they had. He's like the opposite of every I have to say just every This is DJ child. Connor. Yeah, every child actor yet yeah, that played DJ and he is a I mean I think he's like 35 or yeah. something now. He's the only one that's like Oh my God! Your weekends are spent at the little league field. I know, and not soliciting yourself for sex. <laughs> like, I know. He's actually watching his children play. No, and I know. Cheering them on. I'm like, you're the, you're like, what a, you're, you're the no, I know it. Rare diamond in the rough that your his parents must have been. I know, and I've been, I've been lucky working with kid actors for the most part because you know I think about like even when you think about like Sarah Gilbert went on and like is yeah. like a very impressive person yeah, and yeah. Johnny Galecki who went on and became a very impressive yeah. person and 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 so but were they like yeah I guess they were they were kids they were kids they were yeah. they were they were teenagers when I I mean and they were even younger before obviously before well, like I Rico, got on the show Rodriguez, Rainey, like their mom who's lovely their dad who had passed yeah, away pretty yeah. recently which is sad but so their sad. mother's lovely person they're great I've gone to raucous games with them before they're, they're like the nicest most well adjusted <laughs> they're a real family I mean his the dad owned a um and, and he works in like a, he had like a, a tire shop tire shop yeah yeah and Houston I actually talked to Rico about this like maybe two years ago I said well you know he said I asked what are you gonna you know what when this ends what, what do you think you're gonna keep and he's like yeah I, I'd like to keep acting but you know I know like it's a crapshoot and I said and to be honest with you if I if I could take over that tire shop at mm-hmm. some point I'd be really happy and that's like how you know you've raised somebody yeah great and and I will say this about Rico Rodriguez he is he was an amazingly kind little boy and he's 20 now yeah, and he's like he's like the kind of kid you want your kid to be he's oh, just he's in his thoughtful. i don't know how much you know rainy his sister yes and rainy i i adore could not be nicer i mean i i remember going to uh so they're they're houston folks yeah <laughs> and they're big Houston yeah. rockets fans like i am and we're uh, all of us are friends with daryl maury who's the general manager of the rockets and when they had they've come into town the rockets are playing the clippers or the lakers or whatever daryl has invited us to come to, to come to watch the rockets wow. and i'm telling you i like even just walking in and walking through and you know people recognize rico and they yeah. recognize Randy, and they're they're really such lovely young i mean they're they're not kids anymore no they're not and they're real they they and it's it was a testament and and they talk to their mom for five minutes and you're like oh well that's why i <laughs> yeah. mean their mother no, could the not mo- be nice the mom was great and and also the dad every time i met him was also he was of just he was just a genuinely sweet man yeah. and it was very funny because he it was basically his dad was if like we put aging makeup on Rico like in a sitcom like it's like 30 years in the future yeah, yeah it was that was his dad well he just it's, it was it was it, it was but, really it was really but, though, but Rico like a, a great kid but then you see these ones it's like you didn't have a chance in hell I mean no. there's people that 
you I mean you've seen it. You've been in this industry oh a lot God. and you see the the stage parent and it's like it's terrible. Oh, and, this and, is and, gonna end poorly. And also things go unchecked. I mean I always think about this. I mean, when Twitter first started, it was I think there was a tendency for people, even people that were you know, otherwise decent people, like when somebody was having a meltdown, you might like make a joke about it. And I, I certainly was guilty of that. And I wound up taking, and, and I remember early on something happened with like Amanda Bynes and I tweeted a joke. It wasn't even a very good joke. And I yeah. immediately deleted it. But, you know, I just saw what happened to her and her, you know, she had a mental illness yeah. and it was like unchecked. Yeah. By a bunch of adults who should have done something, but yeah. she was printing money for them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when it, the when problem, the, the problem is so big, and it's like, oh, now you want to intervene and be there. Now, no. now you want to start helping. Well, where were you when she was, you know, like starting this? It's uh -huh. like the parents are, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know, the parents or whatever. I think they tried to help, but it, it's sad to see. Like it is. It, it's, it's a sad thing to actually witness some, you know, kid that just you're a kid. You're not supposed to be the breadwinner. I mean, Macaulay Culkin's family that dad wouldn't he just yeah. like yeah I just, that was like a cash cow it's like when you're you shouldn't be the re you shouldn't be paying your parents parents mortgage when you're eight no i know yeah. <laughs> like that's not your job no you're supposed I, to go play marbles and shit like it's i know it's it's a really weird thing and also just i actually think just being as a child spending most of your time around adults is not like a great scenario and it takes a really special kid to be able to do that and uh, frankly like whenever i've had to audition a kid yeah. for a permanent role on a show i almost like i, I want to see that the kid can read and act but i need to talk to the parents yeah like, I, for me that's yeah. the most important part of the interview yeah and i think they and i think uh, the, uh Steve if you Chris, see like how pushy the parents are how like you can like get a read on how the kids i'm not be. gonna i'm not gonna get a tribute to the abuse of a child right um but like you know and even not just even removing like the actor part of it i was just talking to a friend of mine about like the, the hollywood kids are just different from kids everywhere else absolutely like, like, i was telling us so this friend of mine we're we were talking about this, like millennials and, and all, you uh -huh. know, the way that kids today are, you know, different. And, right. And uh, I said, God, when I first moved out here, right when I moved out here, this friend of mine who she had been out of town, but right when I got here, she left her car <laughs> with keys and then let me stay in her guest house when I was getting my furniture and waiting right, for everything. Right, right, right. And so, I, you know, I had tweeted things like, oh, I'm going to, you know, be moving to L.A. And the Dodgers you know yeah. the, the dodgers that tweet at me like oh follow us back and direct, we'd love to have you come to a game that's amazing and i was like this is that's so awesome so my friend who has a kid i thought okay well oh. i know her kid's a big like 10 or 11 years old he's a big dodgers fan so i invited her the kid and then i told him to invite a friend yeah Okay, <laughs> we go to this game, and I mean the the media guy came and met us, and we went through like the tunnel, and right. like, oh, there's World Series trophy, there's yeah. like Tommy, all this shit. We go out to batting practice, and I, I'm looking at this 10, 11 year old boy, thinking, "You're fucking welcome." Yeah, I mean, hold oh, this must blow your mind. Holy yeah. shit! And they're looking around, and I and I even told the media guy, I'm like, well. He goes, I know you're an Astros fan. And I go, well, I always like Fernando Valenzuela. <laughs> you know, I, I was, he goes, oh, no kidding. He's up in the, the media booth, right? He does the Spanish speaking play by play. Really? You want to meet him? And I was like, oh my God. That's Do I want to meet for, oh my God. So we go up, I meet Fernando Valenzuela. I get a picture with him. The two boys, they didn't know who he was. Of course uh -huh. they were like, 
by yeah. the way, I they were there to see Steve, Steve Garvey. Well, uh, by the way, I could t- <laughs> also just tell that, like, they were like, who the hell is this? I don't, you know, like, yeah. I have no idea who this person is. And, and I can't say anything because his English wasn't great, but his English was better than my Spanish. Yeah. So we really had a big conversation. Oh, it must have been Being very moving. Right. He gave me a hug. He took a picture and that was really fun. When we sit in our seats, which were amazing, by the way. Yeah. And I'm sitting between my friend and her kid and I could, I hear him lean over to his friend and go, these seats were just as good as the seats we had last night. Remember? And I'm like, you were oh, at the no. fucking game last night? Like, oh, here, I thought I was going to be awesome. And, and remember, we were on the big jumbo tr- like five times because of London's dad. And, and they keep saying London's dad. London's dad is fucking Slash from Guns N' Roses. Oh, no. He played the national, like, on his guitar, I'm sure, with his hat and a cigarette hand. It seems, it seems like your charitable act was not necessarily the right uh, charity to contribute to. And I'm like, welcome to Hollywood, where Slash is London's dad. <laughs> He's not, this is the guy who stood on a piano during November Rain yeah. while Axl Rose played with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and no shirt and leather chaps and shit. And I'm like, all of a sudden, now Slash is London's dad. I remember. I was like, what? No, it's <laughs> there are definitely challenges to raising kids out here that, like, we didn't have in New Jersey. Like, I, because I, we, we, I don't know, maybe like third season of Modern Family, we shot at Disneyland. And so I had my family come down and the kids. And basically, what that entailed was we had like an escort at Disneyland where they could go, they were going backstage, seeing all the secret places, getting like these secret tunnels to fronts of lines. And so we did about three of these things and I'm watching my kids do more and I just pulled them aside and I just like sat them down and I said, this is not normal. You're not, this will never happen to you again. So don't- This isn't happening because of you. It's because of me. And like, if you expect this to be the rest of your life, you're going to have the saddest life you can ever imagine because I've never gotten this. No. And um, and so you really do have to try hard. You have to make it a point. It's like basically if you raise kids out here, you have to tell them they're pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like at least once or twice My dad would have fit in great here then as a dad. Oh, my parents would have been awesome here. They're like, by the way, you know that none of this is because of you nobody cares about your snot nose you know like my parents would have done an amazing job of making me feel like none of it happened well i'm going to circle back to roseanne because that's where this whole thing started yeah we did we did uh no but i like that that's what we do that's what we did that's so us that's so us you know what it's like classic oh my god you guys are like should we call each other janny (laughs) (laughs) that would be would that be our celebrity name janny yeah 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 Yeah, so I worked on Roseanne, I don't know, maybe like season five, I think it was, of that show, or four. No, it was five. You know, it was so just one season. It was just one season. Oh, okay. Most okay. people worked on that show one season. <laughs> okay, well, there a lot you of go. people. That's very some, telling. Some people would do two seasons, but and there were people who went. The a people lot that were like her. sleeping with her. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I was there just as she was divorcing Tom Arnold uh-huh. and coming out. She that was when she was saying she had multiple personality disorder, and I don't remember. It might have been Norm McDonald's joke who was there, but Norm. <laughs> Norm I, mean, I don't want to out Norm. No, it wasn't Norm's joke. Um, but it was somebody else who said, "I don't think she has multiple personality disorder because the odds are one of those personalities would be nice." And um, <laughs> but. You know, that might have actually been Tom Arnold who said that. Oh, really? It could have been. Um, I wish I could take credit. But, like, so she was all, you know, she was, it was always. You probably could have taken credit. The I, odds of the three people that listen to this. I know, I know, <laughs> but I, I'm too, I'm too above board. But the, uh, um, but, like, so she wasn't famous. You know, she's famously not a particularly nice person to work with. But it what, what was so crazy about it was she, that, at that point, she was fighting against, 
she was against all of the shit that she's currently for. It was just so malleable. And I know you say like it's not about like the Trump thing. And you're probably right. Like, I don't care that she's a Trump. I mean, I do. I think I think less of her for that for being a Trump supporter. But, but that's not the reason. But that's this, not the that's reason. Not, that's not the problem. But I this. do think that amongst Trump supporters, that's how they talk to each other. Like, it's like when you go onto their like, I do think Trump supporters are a little fast and loose. Current Trump supporters, not people who voted for Trump. I'm talking about people who currently like support and cheer him. Well, I, yeah, there's a there's a big difference. I don't know if it's like current Trump supporters, if that's what you'd. I think it's people that are a little like they don't listen to the other side. Yeah, like and and, and that and that goes for both. Yeah, I would agree parties. with that. Like you do have to if you you want to have an educated I would argument with no. like okay if I'm gonna say this like I'll tell my mom a lot of times like. <sighs> Okay, this happened. It was, she hasn't heard whatever it is I'm telling her yeah. happened because she's they, only watching Fox. It's, yeah, and it's the same if somebody's only watching okay. MSNBC. They're yeah. not getting yeah. this other. Yeah. And then when you explain to them, I have to well, say not exactly to, the same, but I'm going to go on. That's me. Okay, go on. Well, there you go. So you're just like my mom, uh, but but like her her. Oh, you know. Okay, let me hear her retort. To, like, okay, you know this happened. She'll go, "Why well, her? I don't know. Whatever." But anyway, what did Bill Clinton do? Like, or what about? It just goes to this. Like, no one is willing to listen or to completely to to like have a. But I do think that there's like a kind of a there's a casual like looseness with racism that's sort of become allowed. And I, it certainly has been borne out in like anti-Semitic crimes and anti-Muslim crimes and like all all, all those things. But um. What's, what, what I find particularly revolting about it, because Roseanne, very much like Trump, is pretending to be like this person of the people. Like, she has a fucking house in Hawaii. She, she's, she's not a person she, of the people. Uh, she's worth a shit ton of money. She's worth a shit ton of money. As is, she's worth more than Trump, I'm sure. And, and um, <laughs> more than Trump actually is worth. Yeah. And, um, and it's just like, oh my God, it's such a con job. Oh, Dewey. Dewey is Dewey's a, trying to pull a Danny. Yeah, Dewey, Dewey's trying to wreck the podcast. It's like, I want to pull a Uncle Danny. I want to see what he did to Natalie Maines. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Good job, Dewey. But I, but right I'm after, so proud of you, Dewey. I am. And I, right after that happened, like she was like, she'd done the tweet but hadn't been fired. I did a tweet. I don't even remember what it was, but it sort of went a little bit viral. And then I felt really bad because 20 minutes later. Um, Your tweet went they, viral? Yeah, they, they fired her. It was like literally like so. I, you got her fired. I didn't get her fired, but I wouldn't have tweeted it if I known she was going to be fired. And then people were like asking me, "Oh, do you want to comment on it as somebody who worked on there?" Because it actually made like right. And I was oh, like, I saw it. Remember, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I said, "I am You're never dream. talking about this because <laughs> it's also like yeah, yeah." Well, it's it's one of those things that like. There's no upside no. To, to reveling in it. I mean, because I didn't revel in it. I people, you know, I I I, I think she deserved what she got and no one else who worked there deserved what she got. No, and that's the problem. When when you punish someone like... Uh, my mom is... Here's another example. Like, I use my mom as a sounding board a lot of times just for things like... Because it's just America. Like, yeah. when, when a person doesn't like... Just for example, you don't like... Stephen Colbert show or something like just yeah. I'm using this as an yes. example you just don't like Stephen Colbert when he said it, it, it you're annoyed with Stephen Colbert and people will go oh I hope his show gets canceled I can't and I'm like you have to understand when you say that you're actually saying I hope 200 plus people get fired yes. from their jobs yeah. and so they have to support their families yeah. and they and and then another 200 oh, ancillary people who take a hit 
based on that economy. Right, and they don't make the kind of money. And it's like, well, they should just go work on another show. Wow, it's not that easy. It'd be like yeah. me saying, hey, you should just go get another job. It's yeah, not, yeah. You, you're you working where you work. And, and out here especially, there's people that turn down, you know, like when pilot season comes around and when shit comes around, it's like there are camera crew. There are, direct, there, there are so many people that go, okay, right. I'm going to work on Right, I'm and, taking that job and, as opposed to that job. And, and to explain this, because this is a really thing, it's like if you have done that, there's like one hiring season in television. And so for all of these people who committed to Roseanne, so all of like um, the hair and yeah. makeup people, craft services. The, all the jobs that they passed all, up. All the jobs. Basically, they said, and as I would have said, holy shit. This is the biggest kid comedy we've had on the air in ages. Look at the first, the Rating. first episode. Yeah, and, I mean, it was picked up before right, it even. Right, and the ratings were, go, you know, were going. Were, I mean, they were down, but they were going through the roof. They're still the biggest show on yeah. comedy on, on on television, and so of course you're going to take it. So now those people, it gets it gets canceled. They don't have contracts where they get paid, oh. and. Apart from that, now every other show on television, on any platform, has already hired a terror makeup yeah. people. And so they may go... They mid-season pickup, maybe. Maybe. But a lot of them may go a year without working. Right. Uh, you know, and, and... Well, that's where I think, like, Roseanne, with all the money she has, she should, like... I would... She should, like, do right by those people. I completely agree. I hope she does. Maybe she will. I don't I know. I mean, that would be something. That would really be, if she really wanted to be a populist and really wanted to be, like, I'm for the working person, yeah, take she, care of your own. If she if she actually did that, if she, if she pulled out, you know, however much out of her checking account, I'm sure yeah. that she could just split that between all the people that lost so, so that Honestly, they could live she, she could she would bounce back if she if she did something like it's that. actually like if i were her trying to rehabilitate that it, first of all it's the right thing to do but even beyond that because that's not going to motivate but it's her. trump change it's, to it's, her. it's the it's it's exactly like it's the smart thing to do it's, it would be wow that's really cool like if someone actually like for everything that she did she's already apologized no one believes it but if she actually took a chunk of her money which by the way she has it to do yeah it's not like her her pulling out however much couple million and that's what i'm saying i think she could do that if she took out like you know three to five million and like threw it and said this is i'm gonna get everybody who worked here this is what everyone would have made yes if she did that or even half of everything what what they would have made it would have been it would be a nice gesture by the way but but that would that to me if she did something like that and I, I, in my head, I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't know that that would even be something that would enter her brain, but she actually could come back from this if she did something like that. That's exactly right. If she took care of those people, if she took care of the people that she's supposed to take care of. Wow. That's, I mean, Roseanne, if you're listening and I know you are, you should do that. Do that. You don't have to listen to not, not for any other reason. You don't even have to believe in it, but it will just, it will actually help you. Yeah, that would be something. It's it would, like it would be the, it would be a great investment instead of you know putting in money into a campaign of someone that maybe yeah it isn't so great yeah maybe yeah. Maybe, maybe help out the people that just got sell fucked your, over because of your tweets sell your nut farm oh by the way like how hilarious is that you said twenty years ago hey you know what's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> be a deal breaker for you Twitter you but what the fuck what is Twitter? the no, fuck we're gonna give you this platform that everyone else can get to for free <laughs> and you're gonna have such diarrhea of the fingers that you're gonna lose everything 
It's 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 an it's amazing. Insane. I uh, last night I went to the uh, the um, Daily Show's Trump Twitter Museum. Oh, yeah. It's been touring around and like it's a really just a sort of a funny story. So I've been in that museum in like every city, and so I went with um, you know part of the fam and went over there and I said, "Yep, here's we're gonna see Daddy." And for some reason, I didn't make it to L.A., so oh, I felt really? like the ultimate loser. Um, oh, you actually brought like everyone to go. Yeah, like, Get ready for this! Exactly. <laughs> Once so, again, yeah, Dad's there you go. And then it's like, all over this. Where shit. are you? It's like, oh, I don't know. They probably uh, yeah, they're, that's, they're that's probably me. in the back room. We should go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, that, it's it's a, there's a long line to get in that room. We but, can't wait for that. <laughs> but it, for, first of all, if you're it, you know, it's uh, what's what's today's date? It's the 10th of June, so this is. Uh, but next weekend. Um, which will be the, uh, what is that, the 15th of June um, to the Sunday. You should go check it out. It's on Robertson if you're in L.A. It is really funny and really illuminating. They have they have one Wait, exhibit. Wait, you're not in it. Yeah, even though I'm not in it. But they have How one exhibit. illuminating? They have, a, they have an exhibit called Trump versus Trump, where it's just these two screens, and it goes on forever of Trump stating one thing and then stating exactly the opposite thing. And what's chilling about it is it goes on forever. What is that? It weirdly sounds like a missile's dropping. Yeah, I just thought for a second. I was like, is somebody bombing? Oh, is it Pride? Maybe it's Pride. It's going to be like, you dropped a bomb on me. Oh, me. <laughs> it's the Gap Band playing, you dropped a bomb on me. It's just a big, big opening for the Gap Band. I know, because, you know, Gap Band are, as you know, they're Pride icons. Yeah, I mean, hello. Burn rubber? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Party train? <laughs> um, whip it? No, that was the Daz Band. So let it oh, whip. What did I gap whip? Oh. So let it whip was the, dap, was the Daz Band. Daz, okay. And then... But then the gap band. I don't know why I thought that was. Yeah, true. yeah, idiot. I apologize. I'm old. The uh, um, weren't even in the Trump Museum. Yeah, but the Trump Museum was. But there's a moment you're talking about, like if you told me Twitter was that. <laughs> there's this one time where he's like, so Twitter, they it's like early in Twitter when he's talking about this when he's on The Apprentice. So like a lot of people think it's 140 characters, but I can just put another tweet in and they'll put it up there for me. And then it'll be like, and he was he's thinking that Twitter is doing him this thing that he can multiple. Oh, he tweet. can do what he wants. To do. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, multiple yeah. tweets. But it's very, it's really, it's a, it's chilling that it matters. It really, it actually is. I mean, as a person who I'm sitting here going, hey, like I, I owe a whole getting a comedy career out of yes. Twitter, and I appreciate it. But it's like, just like anything, it was so cool at first. Like I love following all these comedians and just reading jokes every day, and oh, I yeah. getting getting to write jokes and. And it's not that way anymore because I think it's too political. It's not fun anymore. I completely agree. All I want to do is follow like cute emergency and watch a, a gold retriever <laughs> play with a doorstop or something like oh, that. Yeah, that's, a, oh, that's what makes me happy yeah, now. Give me the dodo. We rate dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, animal, all, animals, do, animals doing things. There's one just on Instagram. It's just pups. Oh, really? There's pups. And, and I love it. I'm just, oh, look at that. Look at that little puppy getting a doctor checkup. I will say cute emergency has cute been... emergency kills me. It kills me. I love it. But that's literally all I want to look at is On that. Facebook or Twitter. Or, or like Twitter or, uh, or whatever. Yeah. Because like it's not fun anymore. No. And I feel like Trump made it not fun. Yeah. It was funny at first to make fun of him. And then it's like... Oh, oh I know. Oh, now it just like feels like warfare. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just sucked all the fun out of it. It really did. Yeah. yeah. And it was like... I don't know. Not to get well, what else are we can talk about but politics, but right now, but um, it's kind of an embarrassing week to be an American, right? 
this week. I mean, if you it was it was a really it, this past week was really kind of like and it was, it was just it was just a sad week. It was a sad week. It was between like, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, and, and to for these two people, and, and you know, I I tweeted something, and I you know loved your opinion on this because I okay. So for Kate Spade, I mean, these are two people that are, you know, public figures yeah. and both apparently hung themselves. Yeah. And it just, it, I was reading, you know, that Andy Spade, who is David Spade's brother, oh, Kate Spade's yeah, husband, yeah, yeah. and he, he releases, you know, he has to make it. But it, he shouldn't have had to made to make the the statement he made because... The day before, it was everyone coming out of the woodwork saying, oh, this, because of this, it's this, you know, like speculating. And it was our sources tell us, our sources say this, somebody close to the family, a person that of, you know, has inside knowledge. This is why. And he had to come clear the air. And then at the end, this is what got me. What was it? Please respect our privacy during this difficult time. And I thought, oh, I, saw you. I tweeted that, I, saw I go, I don't think that it. That's just now something that those are just words because the moment that the person who is grieving the most steps out, just steps foot out of their house, steps foot out of their apartment, they have about 300 cameras in their face, snapping away, asking questions. And I'm like, are you not getting the please respect our privacy during this difficult time? Like there's a, you know, Kate Spade and a 13 year old daughter who, you know, has a laptop, an iPhone, everything. She can read all of this stuff. I know. And that doesn't occur to the grown ass adult behind their computer going, well, I just got tipped off that, you know, it's because her business was failing or it's because of, and, and for him to have to go, nope, nope, business was fine. Nope. This it's really horrible. I mean, I, it was that, that her suicide note was made public before, dropped, and that was a note to a thirteen-year-old. That I know. I think our as as human beings, of course, we're nosy and we want to know things. Yeah, yeah. But we, but you have to know in your heart of hearts, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah, but that's how we are as human beings. But as good human beings, it's our job to be better than that. And it and and it's, but to stop and think, it's not your business. It isn't your business. And I just remember. I remember, like, I was in college when Don Henley's song Dirty Laundry came out, and you could see, it was, like, sort of the start. That's totally what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, and it's the start of this net media, (laughs) but it is. No, but do you remember that song, though? I know. And it was, like, because you were in news, but it's, like, you know, get that widow on the set, you know, and it's, like, and it was, it was, it's, it's, yeah, it's very, but I guess this is, it is a component of, like, human suffering is for whatever reason, interesting since the time of the gladiators. Well, it's, it's a, it's a famous person or someone in the public eye that we know we see and Maybe it's like, Oh, you know, the thing that was like, even more, I was just eye rolling. How many people were like trying to tweet these tributes to Kate Spade about, I bought one of her purses when I was in college. I'm like, Oh God, that's so moving. Continue. <laughs> like you bought a fucking per. Shut up. You don't need to do that. You don't even need to tweet anything. No, I, I, I do think inserting yourself in into a tragedy is another weird instinct. Or like um, trying to, people just automatically start trying to post a picture with the dead person. It, it's, it's, it's yeah. like. It, I mean, unless you guys were friends. Like yeah, this I, is like your. Like, yeah, if, I, I, I know people who like will do that. Who are friends with the person who did that? Right. But, but if you're just like, it was like I got the chance to meet him once. I mean, it was yeah, like. I'm a book signing or some shit like that yeah right? it was it's just and i mean and particularly when it's suicide i mean like i get like if like i knew i i i, I real when muhammad ali died 
I, posting all those pictures of you and him? I, no. I felt like I was the only person who did not have a picture with Muhammad Ali. Oh, literally. literally wait, wait, every, with a fist up, too. Every <laughs> single person had a picture with him. But I, but that was, I guess, a little bit different, only that, you know, he, he died of natural causes. It wasn't a great, you know, but... But, but there's just a thing of, like, I you know, with Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain, I'm, you know, reading all these, you know... How many, you know, people love the show. They loved how, you know, he, the things he said. I've, I've read more, like, quotes from Anthony Bourdain. He's almost like fucking Eleanor Roosevelt. Like, he had, yeah. everything he said was, like, very, seeing it in print, where you can read other people's shit in print. It's like, and, um, uh, 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 I'm a genius. Uh, like, his, his words were really beautiful. And he, he really. He was an amazing guy. And the thing that like hurt me, like, but just like for me affected me because I, I loved, I loved his show. I loved all his shows and I loved Kitchen Confidential and I loved all that stuff. But, um, it's so, it's such like a cruel thing that like he, when I would read him or watch him, he, it, it made me think like, I'm not enjoying life enough. He, he the way he went out and did all what he did he He's had he, un, he understood what it meant to love life yeah. and so the idea that and it should tell you like how serious depression is is that like if you could take somebody who is a, an evangelist for living yeah in a absolutely. way and it just i don't know it was i would actually say like one you know i don't i don't suffer from depression and and i have to say like after anthony bourdain you know, I, I just remember thinking, I don't think that I appreciate the fact that I wasn't born with that I, disease, yeah. you know, and I remember, and if we can attach the, uh, Rob Delaney wrote a really great piece about depression. If we could put that on the, yeah, you have to read this. He posted was, a lot. It, it, he's posted every time something happens. And when I first read it, it was like the one thing that made me, it made sense to me then because I, I don't understand what it's like to wake up and not. It's a, your whole body aches, it's, you, you, you know, like you're so unbelievably like, right. I don't, I, I can't imagine what that would be like. And I think, man, how lucky I am that, More, that we, you yeah, know. we didn't have to deal with that. And, and it just, and to me in my head, all it makes me think is you, it's all the more reason to be nice to every person that passes you on the street, no. every bus boy that pick, say thank you, make because you don't know what their day is like. You exactly. have no idea what that person's going through. I and I think that when shit like that happens, and it just reminds me like you, you're lucky and you right. be nice to everyone and don't don't you know you don't know that maybe you just brushing someone off could be the final thing that's like fuck yeah, it absolutely. i'm done i can't have another person be shitty to me no absolutely and it's also like if you notice a friend who is being you know who is withdrawn it's worth it to reach out and i, I you know yeah because I, even I, if you're wrong even if you're wrong <laughs> even if you're like it, no it, it, i've been it's little... worth taking the chance because i yeah. think everybody like especially i know this isn't the funniest episode we've ever done but in comedy i'll tell a dick okay please do but it, it seems to affect people like in comedy and in show business like you see that but comedy in particular like i've the, we, we're talking with our um at, at at the show with this and there were like in my career five people i've worked with have have killed themselves and like and honestly three of them were a total shock to me and it's just it's very it's really strange it's just um, well it's something that you just don't know what's going on with someone and, and to and to all those people who are suffering like sort of not with that support yeah, group because it's even harder it, because it's something that like if i 
if I really truly had it, I mean, you know me, you and I are like very yeah. like super close friends and you, I, I would be like, I would tell you if I had like was going through something, yeah. I would always tell you, but I also wouldn't put shit out there. Like I would be embarrassed. Like, Oh, of course. Like I, I, I have such a chip on my shoulder about things that like, I don't want to be seen as like, Oh, don't you fucking no, but you're, me. But you're really good about this. Like if you, even like with me, like, and I know you are this way with other friends, but it's like, if for whatever reason we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, which is unusual, then you will sometimes go, Hey, everything going okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just good to check in. I, 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 I know we'll, like we'll get busy doing things and it's like, Oh, Hey, what? we should probably check in. Yeah. So it's why we've got the podcast. And that's why we got the podcast. So it forces us to check in. Um, so this is, you're, you're helping us, uh, you're helping both Jenny and I, uh, so thank uh, God. I mean, I mean, really the most important thing is our well being. That's it. It's all about us. I we mean, just made it about us. You know what? We just we we managed to make everything about us, and I didn't think that today that we could have full circle done it. No, I don't think so. But you know what? Let's high five. We did it. High five. Do you hear? That was it. Hold on, one more. (laughs) That was high high five. The first one wasn't good because I don't have great aim, and it was like boom. There we go. (laughs) That's what she Uh, said. Snap, burn, just joke. Yeah, we got you know. I told you, dick joke. Yeah, yeah, we went dark, and then you saved it with that amazing. That's what she said, joke. Oh man, you nailed it. That's why. That's why I think that y'all are blessed with me. No, we really are. I'm like a gift from heaven. You really are Mm -hmm. a gift, an angel on earth, if you will. I will. Dewey just put his. He didn't. Yeah. Respond. Dewey's mellow right now. Xanax. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, look, the eyes just closed. I'm sorry, you all can't experience Dewey. You know what he's? He doing? looks like something out of Jim Henson's. Uh, like, uh, he's like, my Muppet. Yeah, he's a Muppet. He's a total Muppet, but I like it. I like that you noticed that he had just woken up too. He had bed head. Yeah. When you walk, when in. I wa- like, did he just wake up? Like, Dewey, so when we walk in, normally we're like immediately attacked by Dewey. But Dewey did that thing like when. But he did. He jumped up, but then he peed out real quick. Not at not at first though. It was like, and I knew that it's sort of like have you ever like when I've been woken up by my kids, I don't know what's happening. I don't even react for a second. They go, "Oh hey," yeah. and that's how he was. It was like five minutes before he jumped on me and then ran around like a maniac. But he did. And then he yeah. Getting a picture of this? Okay. Guys taking a picture. You'll see what we're talking about. My special little gentleman. My special little gentleman. Yeah. I like him. I'm going to keep him. You should totally keep him. I'm I'm going to. I think after three and a half years, I'm going to I'm like, I'm not going to leave him. Oh, sorry. I'm not going to leave him at a fire station. I still can without penalty, I think. You can. I think if I put him in a basket. So... Here's what we're gonna do. What great comedy have you watched over the last since we've talked last? Because I've watched a couple that I think are fantastic. I'll Tell go. me yours. Yeah, go ahead. So, ladies first. I watched. <laughs> so, I would say that John Mulaney's um, Radio City yeah. Music Hall Special Kid Gorgeous is fucking genius I haven't watched that one yet but it's on my wish list I've got so many things I want it's to good I would also say to uh, check out Ali Wong's second <gasps> special I have seen oh god I love Ali Wong I she can't believe fucking awesome. how fucking good she is we should have her on the podcast are you friends with her I know her yeah have her on we should have her on she's awesome she, we follow each other but I would love to meet her she's 
really, I mean, the first special baby Cobra that she had. Oh, my God. And then Hard Knock Wife was the second one. And I just love that she's pregnant. She's she's, pregnant I think she's been pregnant both. Yes, which is like, I'm like, it just, it, but that even makes it funnier. But she has, she... Ah, oh, she's awesome. No, all that she's stuff about so making more money than her husband is like it is so goddamn she's funny. Great. No, she's like it's like she's a real like she's, those are two those are two specials you 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 really have to check out on Netflix. Yeah, I have to. I'm gonna watch John's, but I really because I love yeah. him. I think he's fantastic. But I had I had seen Allie's. That was gonna be the one that I. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. Dewey, no. Hold You're on. Fine. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. Dewey, Dewey was going out. I have to. I'm sorry, I had to break. Use my voice. Use <laughs> my parental voice. Do we know? Yeah, shut your fucking mouth. Is he it? knows. You just shut your fuzzy face. Hi, I know. Let me try to think of something else that I had seen. That. Oh, Julian McCullough has uh, on Comedy Central. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it just had a special that came out, and it's super funny. He's a really. really Where is it? Uh, Comedy Central. You know, I am not familiar with him. Oh, you must. I, maybe I've seen him. I'll have to check I it feel out. Like you have. You definitely have. I feel like if you saw oh. him, you'd be like, okay. Oh, then I'll feel really bad. Fantastic. I apologize, Julian. Oh, shit. Who else? What else have I seen that was good? Oh, God. You know, something that's not funny, but it just, you know, makes old Jenny's nips hard. What? Uh, on Netflix, they put The Staircase. I saw that. With three new episodes. Have you watched the three new episodes? I watched them last night. I'm going to watch them tonight. Oh, I stayed up. Like, I'm like, I have to finish. I, I plowed through the three. I couldn't. I That is the most interesting case of all time because there's never, no one will ever know the truth. Je- Jenny, years ago, because she was very into true crime, turned me on to The Staircase. Um, and it is... Um, it's, you watched all, how many episodes did you watch? I watched all of them. So you, so there was the eight, I, no, there was eight episodes. And then I, wa- the I watched two. the additional ones, so but I have not seen the new three. Okay. So I am really excited to watch this. And, okay. So the staircase. Do not whatever you do. Do not Google it. And I would tell okay. people constantly watch the staircase. It was you know this first. It was just this eight part docu series that is this French filmmaker comes in to so, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, of all places. What's the guy's name? The Michael Mer- Peterson. Yeah. So Michael Peterson. But don't. Yeah, no, but his wife, it basically calls, his wife is found murdered at the bottom of a staircase. No, she's found dead. Dead at the bottom of a staircase. Yeah. And we don't know murdered. And it is the case. But what's amazing is he lets the filmmaker into his home. And his entire, like literally every single person, every family member, every attorney, every assistant, assistant. district, like there is not a single person, there is no fat in that docuseries. No. Every person that's in it is needed and necessary and, it and because takes- it makes it. So, and every one you're watching, you're like, oh, he didn't do that shit. And then the next one, you're like, oh, he did that totally shit. Didn't. He totally did that well, shit. Maybe he didn't do that shit. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. Like, I still am on the fence. Like, that's what's so fascinating about it because. You're I- still on the fence. Well, I haven't seen the last three. I am not on the fence, but I will, after well, seeing the last three, I'll tell, tell you. Th- this is what I'll say is that, and everyone can form their own opinion, and this won't I don't ruin want to spoil it. This, this at won't all. ruin anything. It's just that when there's not a clear cut like if you were on a jury and you were actually going to do the job of a juror uh-huh. which is beyond a reasonable you know like yes it, there is reasonable doubt to me like if you're just looking at it in in within the judicial system i get that that's the thing is like okay i'm not no one has hard crystal clear like this is exactly why like no i get that okay 
Okay, if you have not seen this, I'm going to ask you to fast forward precisely 60 seconds. And I'm going to tell you my theory. Ready, set, go. Spoilers, you've been warned. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Basically, his first wife was found dead. No, that wasn't his wife. That was the neighbor's. The neighbor. It was a neighbor. His first wife is still alive. Right, right, right. Okay, so the neighbor. She actually has still shown up to all these trials, by the way, even in the last three episodes. Oh, really? I can't wait to say it. But the fact that there was another murder that fit the exact same profile. But it wasn't a murder. You don't think so? Well, that that's the thing. I know. Well, okay, so what? this was oh, Jenny Mullen, by the way. Thank you, Jenny Mullen, friend of yeah, all friend of us. Yeah, friend of the podcast and friend uh, of all of us. Jenny was the one that first told me about this. And she, when we, her and I first met, we were hanging out, and I started talking about my love of, of true crime. And she's like, um, the staircase, you're welcome. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? She goes, telling you, the staircase, you're welcome. I plowed through these eight episodes, and I, I'm, but I'm watching them, and this, this is taking you to so many. Di- okay, so pre-trial, then the trial, and then okay, the, then this woman in Germany who was the next door neighbor to Michael Peterson and his first wife, and then they want to again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler yeah, alert, yeah, okay. exhume her body. I'm watching this shit, and I'm just. All of a sudden, I sit up, and I, I'm, like, standing up. And I'm like, what the fuck? They're in going to exhume this woman's body. Yes. From my fucking hometown. That was in your hometown? That was from Bay City, Texas, where I grew up. They start showing going down I-35. I'm like, what the fuck? That's where I... They're in the cemetery where, like, I've been... Uh, literally, where her... When I was just in... in uh, I was just in Houston and I went to see my mom on my way out. I stopped by the cemetery. I had to go for, I had to walk by that woman's fucking headstone and I, she was buried like next to a friend of mine, like, like two things back. That's, I, that's I, the craziest shit about that. Was I, like, why I, are they in my hometown? I've talked to Jenny about this before, but she is, she's not a name dropper for anybody who's alive, but she is a super dead name dropper. Elizabeth. <laughs> well, um, we have to wrap it up because guy, it's too cool. Um, is cool and is going. We'll find out. I'm not going to put, I don't want to do any spoilers on what Guy is up to. Yeah. But it could be very exciting for would Guy. Would you like to let him say something, maybe? I would. Guy, thank you for coming. I, we got off to a late start, and I'd love to hear, I'd love to take the next 10 minutes yeah. to just hear what you have to say. Oh, so tell wait. me about your week. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Yeah, I have a lot of exciting stuff happening in my life, actually. I have a new job starting up. Okay, so that was Whoa, pretty much great. it. I feel um, like so I just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like I took and, like, lost time. Wow. I just feel like this is what it feels like if Jesus grounded you. Yeah. You know? I, I You know, I hope that there's a heaven because I experienced a dreamless sleep just now. If there's a heaven, there's also a timeout in that heaven, <laughs> and it's just... Guy, yeah. it was just sitting a black in the void. Dewey, are you okay? No, Dewey. Dewey, we're giving, Ugh. we're gonna give Dewey CPR. We love Guy. Guy we makes guy. this guy show guy. possible. He makes the world go round. He, he makes really the does. world go round. He is one of the nicest people uh-huh. either of us has ever met. Yeah, he makes us look like really. I mean, that's not saying much. Most people make us look like pieces of shit, but no, but guy really does. He really does. He really does. So next Sorry. week we have a very special guest planned. Um, you're going to be very excited, and we are, we have a new, we're, we're going to be putting these out much more regularly, we have a new plan in, in place, we'll tell you about it next time, um, 
But um, thank you for joining us for this rambling conversation. Thank you for enjoying the Revolution podcast. Yes, we love you all. Love you all. Love you, God. Doing it with Kenny and Jenny. It's